Welcome to Make Money Count, the podcast by Connect Home Financing. Be sure to visit makemoneycount.com to find all of our old episodes. Be sure to rate, comment, and review on all of your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to send us a question, please send us a question to hello at connect.ca. That's connect with an A. If you're not already a subscriber, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Thank you once again for listening to Make Money Count. And now your hosts, Marcus Averis and Justin Turner. Well, welcome back to uh, Make Money Count. I don't know what number of a podcast this is. We're at like 30-something, Matt. Uh, Yes, something high 30s, I think. High 30s. Well, listen, it's great. It's been like two months since yeah, we've done this. It should be a lot more, but that's yeah. okay. No, it's good. We needed a little break. We needed yeah. to get re-energized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I feel like we were repeating ourselves a little too much. Not not me, you. Like I felt, felt like you weren't adding very much value. <laughs> just like I just, the, 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 I I just had you. the catchphrase. I, I miss you. you too. I miss you. I miss sitting in this chair. I see you a lot, mm-hmm. obviously, but I miss staring at your eyes from this chair. You know what? I miss it too. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching the clip that we posted on Instagram not too long ago where you were staring deeply into my eyes and I was talking about being on a date with you. Hey, did you lose weight in the last couple of months? <laughs> <laughs> my heart rate has certainly gone down. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so, okay. Stuff that we've missed oh, like over the last couple of months. Like we had a great Christmas. Christmas. Great New Year. New Year's. COVID uh, came back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the inflation talk has not calmed down. No. We were talking about that a little bit beforehand, eh, Matt? Yeah, I, I, I will say that uh, I think that a lot of your uh, predictions on the last podcast that we recorded actually came true, um, that a lot of the hikes uh, that we saw from banks was due to media push and not actually because they actually increased the rate in January. Wait, Matt, are you saying that Marcus was correct? He loves, I, honestly, he likes saying it and I love hearing it even more. <laughs> I, listen, it's, I've been doing this for a long time now, right? And I think the one, the one factor affecting how quickly we can raise interest rates that is so commonly overlooked because it's relatively new is how much debt the consumer has. And I think we mentioned it in a past podcast. I've written about it in previous newsletters from last year. Stephen Polos, the former governor of the Bank of Canada, specifically said that it's a bit of a new era of monetary policy because of how much debt the consumer has. Mm -hmm. Mortgage debt, unsecured debt, and all that debt makes a small, you know, relatively small 25 or 50 basis point increase in interest rates, makes it more pronounced makes the effect more pronounced on the economy. Right. So I would say like the two the two main factors that you know I consider when I tell people that you know inflation probably isn't as bad as everyone thinks and the response from the central bank will not be as dramatic as is currently priced into the market. Number one, how much debt the consumer has and how much of a pronounced effect a 25 or 50 basis point increase will have on the economy. And number two, the current governor of the Bank of Canada said in his monetary policy report just before we went on the break, and we spoke about it briefly, he felt as though the inflationary pressures currently in the market are 
generally a result of supply chain issues that mm. can't necessarily be remedied by an increase in the overnight rate or the an increase in borrowing and lending rates. So those two things really kind of stick out um, as as reasons why I think maybe some of the you know some of the economist reports of six. 25 basis point hikes in 2022 were a little bit overreaching. Mm -hmm. I think we also have to keep in mind that whenever there's change in a marketplace, banks make money. Mm -hmm. So when there's a rush of people going to lock in, banks make money. When there's a rush of people breaking mortgages, banks make money. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to keep all that in mind. And um, I'm not saying that we're always right because we're not. Uh, I'm just saying that our opinion is unbiased. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking at the economic data and I'm reading monetary policy reports, I'm doing it with an aim towards gleaning as much information as I can and sharing it with our clients and everyone that listens to our podcast. And my position really hasn't changed. And I think you can see it like, um, you know, today is the 9th, February the 9th. 9th, You can see it in the market, right? Like, you know, a week or two ago, we saw the markets cratering because of this prospect of massive inflationary pressure. And then the markets cratered and then yields on bonds dropped. And then people thought, oh, well, maybe, you know, the central banks won't move as quickly and as aggressively as, as we thought. And then we started seeing different inflation readings coming out for January and new Uh, indications coming out for the first and second quarter of 2022 that are leading the market to believe that maybe we're not going to see as dramatic um, inflationary pressures as we as we thought initially and now we're seeing the market turn around and you know nasdaq and the dow and the you know uh, s&p are kind of heading back up towards their all-time highs right it's funny that the the stock market is now responding to uh, the prospect of lower interest rates more positively than it's responding to economic growth or inflation, right? Which is cool, like to see how things are kind of changing, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. it's the idea of like shocking the market with massive inflationary numbers. Mm-hmm. I think that the consumer should know that. For sure, interest rates are going up, right? Like five-year fixed rate right now is sub 3%. I think we're like at Mm -hmm. 2.8. And a variable rate is 115, 120 below prime, like 2.3%. Yeah. I mean, depending if you're looking to take- Sorry, 1.3%. Yeah. So depending on if you're looking to take out money, though, if you're looking to just renewal or to just do a renewal, a lot lower than that. Even lower on a refi. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think a lot of people- um, a lot. I mean, like probably in the tens of people that are waiting for this podcast <laughs> to hear what we have to say. Maybe it's hundreds. Maybe it's hundreds. It could be. I, we get a lot of like, I get a lot of people asking, where are you guys? What happened to the new the podcast? I haven't seen you guys on it. Hey, we actually had hundreds of downloads during our time off too. Look at uh, that. Really? Okay. Yep. Look at that. Toronto defined by its people. Hardworking, dependable, generous, accepting, beautiful. People who need help sometimes. But when we need help the most, our banks say no. Connect helps homeowners borrow for less. 
not just today, but forever. Your home loan approved online in seconds, funded in 24 hours. Then, unbiased lending advice to get you back on track, the way it should be. I'm Marcus from Connect. Let's make money count. Um, quick question that I had for you. So this is something that I thought of when you were when you were just you were just talking there. So a few weeks ago, when when uh, there was all this talk about the overnight rate going up, and we had a Monday morning meeting, and me and you both agreed. You thought that I was just agreeing with you, but I had my own opinion. Did that, you really <laughs> that the that the overnight rate was not going to go up? I found it interesting that a couple of days before that, I was seeing on news um, outlets different leaders of different uh, brokerages, like the big guys that you see out there, like the, the hubs and the whatnots, uh, were very confident that the overnight rate was going up and was, was advising towards this. Like, what do you think that their motive was in that? Yeah, I did an interview with CBC News. Right. Um, and I'd, like, listen, I think that all, like, the consensus in the market, like so Bloomberg does a a probability based on how the economists in Canada and the States feel the monetary policy will change. And I think it was like 80% probability that the bank of Canada was going to hike in January at their first meeting. Right. So like global news, CBC, CP24, everyone was reaching out for comment on what we thought was going to happen. And I told everybody no hike. Right. And you didn't end up on those, those channels. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe they had a blurb, but I don't yeah. think I said what they wanted me to say. Exactly. No, that's what the I'm saying. The story yeah, that yeah. they had was rates are going up, yeah, 25 yeah. basis point increase. And it, generally speaking, that's what people will tune into, right? Yeah, things yeah. are changing. You need to know about it. But yeah. things weren't changing. And But uh, Marcus, that's exactly what you said on your last podcast, that like that the media and, and the banks will put out these releases in order to justify why they are hiking rates. But meanwhile, the government itself, like the prime rate didn't move. And it was all of that talk in the media and all that talk in the buzz. If you spoke up against that, it wouldn't go with the what you're saying is actually in the media all the time, which is what, you know, these tools that they use. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take a conspiratorial narrative on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh, saying that, but I'm just putting the pieces together. If you listen to the last episode and listen to this and there are two months in between, yeah, you can put the pieces together, I mean, right? You know, listen, we, I've been doing this for 20 years now, right? And I've been studying the markets for longer. And I can just tell you that you have a little more time typically like markets respond. There's like, we keep talking about the cause and effect relationship between things. Like when a bank of Canada governor comes out and says, we're going to start addressing inflation. That's a monetary policy tool in and of itself. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a response. The market has a response to that. If you overdo it and you keep saying, we're going to hike rates, we're going to hike rates, we're going to hike rates and you don't, then the, there's a risk that the central bank kind of loses its potency and its ability to just like spew out information. The girl who cried wolf. Like talk things up or yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or the boy. Yeah, but whatever. I could have been a girl that cried wolf too. Yeah, a non-binary person. Non-binary <laughs> wolf caller. Yes. <laughs> Whoever it was, he, she, they. Cried wolf. They were crying wolf too many times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Marcus? Let's take a quick break. And we'll, uh, I have an email. I actually, don't, want, I don't want to take a break. <laughs> okay, well, I do. We're taking a break. <laughs> We're doing it live. 
I borrowed money from Kanet. I was in the middle of a divorce. My credit was shot. My business was not doing well. I was in a hole. I needed help. Connect lent me the money when my bank wouldn't. Since then, I've gotten back on my feet, I've improved my credit, and my business is doing great. I decided to invest in Connect so I could invest in people who are in the situation I used to be in. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, Marcus is still enjoying his green tea. Mm. And I have an email here, if you don't mind. Are you up for that? You up for an email? Does it matter what I say? No, because I'm going to read it anyways. All right. So, got an email from one of our viewers. Uh, Is this one from your mom again? No, 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 no. It's not the same person who voted 15 times (laughs) on who was best dressed (laughs) for me. Uh, Okay, here you go. So, I'm on a fixed income. And while I do have a lot of disposable income, I'm also on a variable rate mortgage. And I'm quite concerned about all this talk of inflation. I know that you guys have been clear that it's not going to be that bad uh, and that you support variable rate mortgages, but I just wanted to see what your stance is now and if I should lock in. Um, so I think we covered a little bit about this already, but, but um, what do you think? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, <clears throat> it's nice to hear, right? Like wh- whoever this person is, their mortgage payment isn't a massive amount of their relative income level. Right. So they've yeah, got a yeah, significant yeah. amount of disposable income, which is great. Um, but they still, it's a fixed still number. Still precious, yeah. Uh, I think that, that that kind of absorption, that you know, disposable income ability to absorb a... a, 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 a <laughs> what? I don't know. You're just, I don't know. I thought yeah. well, you're having a stroke there. I think that, that, that amount of disposable income helps them to absorb a, a shock of interest rate movements. But then again, I don't know that we're going to see a massive shot. Like, I think we're probably going to see three or four, maximum four, mm-hmm. 25 basis point rate hikes yeah. in 2022. Yeah. And I'm honestly, lately, I'm leaning more towards three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at the difference between a variable rate and a fixed rate, a fixed rate is close to three. It's like two point, what did you say? 2.8, whatever. Like and For a refinance, A yeah. fixed rate is, say, like just to make the numbers easy, say it's 1.3. Yeah, that's a six twenty-five basis point increase difference. Mm-hmm. Right, it's one and a half percent. Bank of Canada has to move six times, and the things that you have to consider: number one, seventy-five percent of Canadians break their mortgages before the end of the term on the fixed side, and those fixed penalties are big. The other thing you got to consider is. If you look at a chart of bond yields, they don't just go straight in one direction and then another direction. It's back to that cause and effect relationship. All of this is to say that I continue to be a proponent of the variable rate mortgage. Yeah. I think that we're, if we don't see as many, if you don't believe we're going to see as many interest rate hikes as the general consensus right now, today, is, mm-hmm. which is like closer to five or six, mm-hmm. then you probably don't want to lock into the insurance policy that is a five-year fixed rate. Yeah, no, no, no. If you believe that the economy is going to start heating up and steamroll, then you do want to lock into a fixed rate. But we have to be aware of the number of factors that are going to affect that bond yield over the course of this next 12-month period. 
And that's the time that, you know, you really need to be sensitive to. Mm -hmm. And I think that just the idea of increasing the rate is going to have an impact on the future increases of those rates that we can't, we are not as economists, we're not, we're still not properly quantifying because like I said at the start of the show, with more debt, a 25 basis point increase in rates has a more pronounced effect. So, I mean, listen, again, variable versus fixed is still based on risk propensity. It's mm-hmm. based on the individual's risk propensity. So I would encourage whoever is thinking about this to call someone at Connect. Like, the, if, you're, if you have a mortgage, you should call us. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, you're going to speak to someone on the other end of the phone who makes no more or less money if you do something with us. Everyone's on salary. So, and all they're going to provide you with is as much information as they can about where interest rates are and where we think they're going. So, like if you're looking for a mortgage or if you have a mortgage, regardless of whether or not you want to do something or you think you have to do something, maybe you don't even want to do something. It's important to have the information at your fingertips. It's important to know as much as you can about this because for a lot of us, your mortgage debt is the biggest financial instrument that you have Mm -hmm. and will ever have. And companies like Connect, our job is to make sure that it's optimized. Right. So for this person that wrote in, my knee-jerk reaction is to say, I think you'd be well-served with a variable. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you have to stress too much about increasing interest rates. I think Mm -hmm. that inflation, when you look at the next year-over-year numbers in the middle of this year, is not going to look as big and scary as it does right now. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of reasons like you know, the, that the central banks are all outlining. I think for sure we're going to see interest rates re- rise across the board. Mm-hmm. But again, cause and effect relationship. Those increases will slow the economy down. That slowing of the economy, it's like a kind of careful balance. Yeah. No, I like that. And And... <clears throat> And just to be clear, when we say uh, you should you should stick on your variable, that that's 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 depending on what your variable is, right? If your variable rate is one point six, one point seven, one point eight, one point nine, get in touch because you know there's going to be a lot of savings in there. Your mortgage is cheap to break. We can get you a lower monthly payment. I mean, if you're in a situation like this and and you're on a 23 year year amortization, you know we can create more fixed income or more uh, yeah. disposable. That's income a really you, that's right? a really good point. And yeah. I would say to just to add on to your point, if you are in a variable rate mortgage, even if it is in the money, like even if it is like a 1.3 below prime variable rate. So prime's at 245. 1.3 below prime means you're at 115. 1.15%. If it's with one of the banks, you may want to consider if you and if you're if you're asking right now, do I lock into a fixed rate? You may want to consider not locking into a fixed rate with your bank. Yeah. You may oh, want to consider breaking that variable rate now while it's as cheap as it's ever going to be to break it and locking in with a mortgage finance company mm-hmm. like a First National or a Merix or an RFA, or like there's so many, you know, great mortgage finance companies. Because when you do get a fixed rate, 
if you're with a bank, you're going to have a higher penalty to break it. Yes. So those are also the, the the people that send out like those um, lenders send out promos. I never see a Scotia Bank promo come in the emails. Mm-hmm. It's always like, you know, if you can get your deal in with your clients right now with us, we'll offer them a discount on these rates, which is like how we are able to get, you know, lower rates than what the banks are offering is by going to those other guys, right? Yeah, good yeah. point. I got, that's another good point, Matt. Yeah. Listen, you the price the, the level of competition in the market is between the mortgage finance companies. Absolutely. Mortgage finance companies are setting the market for rates and then the banks are kind of picking and choosing when they want to compete. <laughs> but I'll tell you one time they never compete is with their existing borrowers. Yes. If you are an existing client of a bank and you're in a variable rate mortgage, you will not receive a competitive bid on a fixed rate when you're converting unless you show that you're shopping. And even then, they're aware of the fact that you're going to be paying a penalty to break. So if you are, I mean, like, I'll get back to it. If you have a mortgage, you want to probably call Connect just to feel out the situation right now. If you have a mortgage and you're sitting at home and you're like, geez, is inflation an issue that I have to worry about? Let's talk through it, mm-hmm. right? Or if you can't figure out how to access 50 grand because you're still impacted by COVID, right? Like, listen, a lot of people are still struggling out there. Like the economy hasn't fully opened. The January numbers for Canada are going to look bad because of the Omicron virus. Mm-hmm. And that, that should signal to you that, like, although, like, you know, we joke about it, a lot of people aren't out of the woods in this yet. Definitely not. And yeah. I mean, I read a horrible stat the other day. Do you know that 25% of people in the province of Ontario are accessing one form or another of mental health services? Like, that should tell you. Yeah. Like the, the crisis point that we're at yeah like provincially like on a national level yeah and it's sh- like a lot of that is going to be you know health related but it's also going to be financial related right no for sure so i would say that kind of the tools that connect can offer you i mean listen we all like to talk at connect like you can tell by our show where we just babble on but we've got a tool on our website that can tell you how much you can borrow using your house and what the price is. It's the only tool like that in all of Canada. You go in, you enter in your address, you say, I want to connect Flex loan. You get a price, you download it, it's approved. We fund you in 24 hours. Nothing like that. I'm a single mom and work hard for my money. I own my home and needed to renew my mortgage recently. Now I've been with my bank for years and they told me that I did not qualify even though my income or credit haven't changed much. I was shocked and worried by the response. That's when I started my search online, looking for a solution. Luckily, I came across Connect. I was immediately impressed by their simple and efficient customer journey on the site. They asked me three questions and I had my approval. What I appreciate most about Connect is that while the process was quick and easy, it didn't compromise my long-term financial future. They gave me a great rate and there were no hidden fees. I'm happy and have my mortgage sorted. Thank you, Connect. And now I can move on with my life. All right, I mean, listen, that just highlights how easy it is. But all I'm saying is all of the, all of the tools, the whole reason why Connect exists is to give you unbiased lending advice, Mm -hmm. unbiased advice on what you should do with your existing mortgage, unbiased advice on what it should cost you to borrow more money, unbiased advice on what's going to happen with interest rates. 
So I think it's a we're a great resource, and that's why, like literally, there are tens of thousands of people contacting us now on a monthly basis, which is I've never. I mean, I always hope that we would reach this point, but yeah, like yeah. it's amazing to see, right? The tra- the web traffic, the forms, the phone calls that are coming in, right? Like it's it's really it's it's great to see. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I love the fact that. Um, Again, I, I've said this on the podcast before, but I love the fact that I can, I can come into the office, I can help a bunch of people, I can hear the people that I just helped, I can hear their stories, and and you know, it just makes me feel like I am, you know, doing my job and giving back at the same time. You know, sure. I, there was a uh, I will shout out uh, to Clement who uh, listened to our show in no, in uh, November after getting a deal done in August. Uh, not with us, but he uh, he he wished that he did, and so he advised his uh, his friend Steve Wilson to give us a call, and uh, we helped Steve uh, bridge his purchase from you know the house that he was in into his dream home for him and his family. Amazing, yeah. And, I like uh, hearing that stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's all yeah. just because of the show, you know what I mean. And now uh, Clement is in a position where he's like uh, wants to see what he can do. Uh, so I think that we're going to look into another uh, two purchases for him over the next year. The best, the best compliment that people give us on a day-to-day basis is sending us their friends and their family you know what i mean yeah so i feel like i've seen that on the bottom of like a cheesy email from some realtor oh for sure the best compliment you could pay me is a referral for sure for sure anyway i've seen that too but it is great yeah it is great because listen for a very long time connect was based on just it's client based. Like we weren't our advertising or marketing. We weren't doing anything. No podcast. Now we have a really sexy TV commercial. Yes. I've been getting messages actually. Black and white. Yeah. yeah I get messages all the time. Is this the guy you work for? And then people taking pictures of their uh, TV screen. And uh, the messages that I primarily get are, why aren't you there rather than that guy? Because right. you're way more handsome. But you only get messages from your fiance and your mother. <laughs> there, there's one from me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, at, I think we're running up on our time limit on our, our TV show. So this is what I'll say. Whatever your issue with your mortgage is, whether you're looking to borrow money quickly and, and get out of a, a, a jam, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's trying to figure out what the absolute best rate you can get on something is, whether you want to figure out whether it makes sense to break your existing mortgage, variable, fixed, you know, five-year term, 10-year term, whatever your question is, we've heard it. We're here. Mm-hmm. Call us. Um, in the meantime, we're going to keep talking. Uh, and if you want to follow us, go to makemoneycount.com. Yeah. You can go to our Instagram page, uh, which is, I think, just Connect Home, connect finance. home financing. You can go to our YouTube channel. Yeah. And, uh, or so Connect Home Financing. You can um, call Justin. But I always love to. Chat. One way or another, we would love to uh, have you uh, subscribe to our podcast.
Before Connect, I thought investments were for anyone but me. Everything I heard were her stories about people's investments going up and down and their returns being eaten up by management fees. With Connect, I invested $5,000 to start. I put the money in my TFSA and kept adding money every year into my investments. I earned 8% for the last six years and now I have over $90,000 in my TFSA. My TFSA has kept growing and I don't have to pay any taxes on the returns. Not now, not ever.